Welcome in to the Family Hour, brought to you by American Senior Benefits on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Here are your hosts, Todd Riley and Jay Stoll. Good morning. Welcome to another uh, great session of the uh, Family Hour brought to you by American Senior Benefits along with Todd Riley. I am Jay Stoll. Harrison is manning the uh, machine behind the scenes here. If you want to call in, give us a call Honda of Lincoln Hotline at 402-464-5685 or you can go to the Sarder Heyman text line. Todd, how else can people get a hold of us? They can get a hold of us at American Senior Benefits at 402-614-9292 or on Facebook, American Senior Benefits Lincoln. All right, let's uh, let's just get into it, shall we? Nebraska loses a heartbreaker once again. Uh, we are all too familiar with this this same movie, if you will. Um, but the the biggest concept, the biggest notion yesterday was everybody was excuses, and I do not like that. Um, that is something that uh, has been allowed for the last 10, 12, 13 years is excuses. Excuses why it didn't win, excuses why this didn't happen, excuses, excuses, excuses. Now, if I can get into that a little bit more, um, what I mean by that is, is players are coming out after the game saying Minnesota wanted it more. They are saying we're not used to winning. No, that's an excuse. That That's what it is. I guarantee you they didn't want it more. I guarantee you Nebraska wanted to win that game more than anything. They're not used to winning. Well, what was Indiana? What was uh, Rutgers, right? You came back from behind. Right. You won those games. You, you know how to win. You know what to do. It's just easier to have excuses. And this is still, even with Mickey being the guy, and I love what he's doing, this is still the, the trail that is being left behind that is still handcuffing this team. Um, Todd, you, have a, you say a great thing all the time, right? You know, excuses, everybody has them. But what is the two things that people are in control of most than anything? The only thing you can control is your attitude and your activity. Attitude and activity. Do your darn job, right? That's what it comes down to. More people were, were blaming Mark Whipple, saying he didn't run the ball the whole second half. More people were blaming um, Chubba Purdy, and they saying we're bringing in Logan Smothers enough. Do your job. That's just it. Um, the We're still having the same issues as it doesn't matter. We could have Heisman quarterback contender Bryce Young as our quarterback he'd still have the exact same amount of time to throw as Casey Thompson, Shabba Purdy, or Logan Smothers. So like I said, these excuses have to go go away. All right? Just do your job. And when you have 11 guys doing your job, good things happen to you. But if you have 10 doing their job and one not, that's when games you lose by one touchdown happen. And we can blame the coaches all we want to. We can blame what they're doing behind the scenes. Guaranteed they're handcuffed. I mean, they got to work with what you got. Right. In our business, we know uh, sometimes, you know, you're, you're dealt the, you're, you deal the cards you're dealt and you just have to go with them. Very much so. We are, you know, you've heard me say, don't make excuses, make good. And so much of, of anything is, is mental. Um, and and just you rise to expectations. You know that with the agents that we bring on board, people ask us, why do we get more out of our people? Why do you know, almost 50% of our agents qualify for convention when the, when the company average is 10%. And the reason is we expect them to. You hold them accountable. Correct. Accountability is massive. Accountability is huge. Um, is everybody being held accountable 
on the Nebraska football team? And that's a question that uh, over the offseason will, will be answered. You'll know. Because, again, you know, I just wanted to pile on uh, the O-line coach, you know, not getting out of what he needs to get out of his players. He didn't recruit those guys. Who, who Harrison, who on the O-line did uh, Raiola bring in? All we really got is Hunter Anthony. That's that's about the only guy he really brought in. That, that was always a red flag for me. We saw Mickey Joseph bringing in a lot of guys. Bill Bush, we got some special teams guys. Um, defensive coordinator now. But, you know, we the guys that we brought in for coaches, I thought were actually great. I, I liked getting Mark Whipple. I thought, you know, he was kind of bringing Chubba Purdy. And Chubba Purdy just hasn't – he really hasn't had that game yet where he looks comfortable. You know, like kind of we're saying uh, before we got going here, it's just we thought the run game looked great. Um, but they just started to load the box. They're daring Chuba. It's like, okay, we'll we'll break this up, but until you get a pass downfield, this box is gonna be packed because you killed us on that, you know, first two drives. You know, mm-hmm. touchdown, 10 points, and then they go on a 20 scoring run unanswered, mm-hmm. 20 points. And they just kept loading up the box until we, you know, proved that we can make a throw downfield. And it wasn't until the fourth quarter when Logan Smothers finally broke that up and it was too late. Exactly. Exactly. So all these fans, you know, and, and I listened to every post game show last night. It was great. That's one thing I like about 11 kick, 11 a.m. kickoff games. Mm-hmm. Well, you get to hear everything and then you get to watch college football for the rest of the day. So I am a huge fan of that. But like I'm 41 with two kids, so I'm usually up at 530 every morning. So <laughs> 11 o'clock games, I don't mind those whatsoever. Uh, Michigan next week at 230 on ABC. The path got more difficult. Um, excuses only go as far as you throw them. And when you play a team like uh, Michigan, there, there's no room for excuses, right? There's, there's, there's execution, and that is it. Now, um, getting on to the people pile on Whipple, all right? Let's, let's talk about that. Run the ball more. Well, I was at the game. Everybody watched the game. We've seen it. In the, the second half, right, everybody wanted to run the ball more. Why do you get away from it? Why do you get away with it? Well, Minnesota adjusted. They stacked the box. Nebraska still tried to run the ball. In those six drives that we went three and out, Harrison, how many times did we run the ball those drives? We're, when we went three and out, mm-hmm. I mean, we were running the ball. It was three and out. We were just passing every time. We just couldn't we couldn't run the ball anymore. I will say the reason why it was so glaring is, I mean, Anthony Grant, he had nearly 100 yards, you know, just through the first quarter alone. And then we'd finish the game only rushing for about 146. So we only got about 30 yards after that. And it's like you said, uh, they just switched up their game plan and we had to adjust and we just couldn't do it. Yep. And, and with Grant, he is amazing when those shoulder pads are facing the end zone, running North and South. Mm-hmm. But if teams really want to slow him down, Minnesota adjustment, what they did in the second half is made sure that those shoulder pads faced East and West. And so once again, he, he got into that situation where he tries to bounce it too much. He's going lateral instead of vertical. And it showed, um, play calls were there though. In the second half, and as people don't want, don't want to hear this, that's fine. I'll, I'll be honest about it. Play calls were there. Um, it's just execution. I think we had some drop passes, like we're saying on the break too. Some huge drop passes. Trey mm-hmm. Palmer, um, he's a great receiver, but I mean that's going to hurt his you know NFL drafting mm-hmm. if he he's got to learn to catch with his hands. He does it with the, he always catches with the body. If you ever watch Trey Palmer, it's always a body catch. He he really struggles to put his hands out in front of him and catch the ball. So. You know, like you said, there's there was plays to be had. We just didn't execute. And the one that needed to be the body catch was the fourth and five. Yep. Coming across the middle there where he dropped that. Um, he gets close cures with his body, get ready for the hit. We're good to go. 
But that's one where he reached out, had the defender come in the opposite direction, and mm -hmm. I think he saw him out of the corner of his eyes, and that's yeah, why he the looked ball away right went down. down there. Um, the thing that worries me though is is, is a lot of media are, are using the phrase "Mickey looked dejected" after the game, and I don't like that because that's where Frost started going downwards as well. If mm -hmm. you if you think about it and think back to it, and you think about what what all uh, the media said was when when Frost started losing those close games. He just started looking dejected. He just started getting wore down. You could see it. And by having them say that about Mickey, I, I don't like that right now. I, I really don't. Um, I see fire in Mickey, not not dejection. I see anger and being upset to the fact that, like I said, these aren't his guys. Mm -hmm. This is not his guys. So um, Mickey, Whipple, like I said, they're doing the best they can. You, you, you play the card you're dealt. Next up is we're hearing different coaches' names, right? And there was speculation and rumors Thursday going around, and it was absolutely crazy. And you let let, let, let one fire, right? Let mm -hmm. a match off in, in a, a grassland, just watch it explode. And that's what, what happened to social media. Um, but there is some factual statement coming from that as far as four names that are rising towards, towards the top. Now, of those four, for Nebraska fans, those aren't the big names that uh, they wanted to hear. So in this situation, what do you think about doing? I mean, you have a guy like Mickey that's still recruiting and bringing in good guys. And that's what folks have to realize. What do they want as a head coach? Okay. You can have a guy that's going to develop a staff, right? And have a really good staff and hire recruiters. Or the head coach's main responsibility is getting in the best players humanly possible. And then we'll develop them. And that's the route that Nebraska has decided which, which way they want to go. I personally like what, what Mickey's doing. I want recruits. I want big names, and I guarantee he can bring them in. And then you have people saying, well, you know, what staff is he going to bring in? How can he find somebody? Good Lord, how long has Mickey been around the coaching industry? Do you think he knows some yeah. people? I mean, he's definitely, like you said, he's, he's got those connections down in LSU. I mean, that's, that's how he's getting a lot of his guys. And if you look at his recruiting trail, I mean, he's all over the place. Mm -hmm. And he, he knows how to get the guys. And, I mean, he made it a point. I'm sure you heard some quotes. Like, he's had meetings where he is just – he is very aggressive on who he wants. Yeah. And he will call that guy that day if he realizes he doesn't have offers. And he, he's, he doesn't hesitate to pull the trigger on getting the guy that he wants. So, you know, I – with this coaching search, a lot of the names you look at too, just look at their first year, you know, like Lance Leipold, first year as a power five head coach, one and eight. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, Mickey Joseph's already got two under his belt as first year as power five, starting with big 10 play. So you, you gotta be, I mean, you look at the other coaches that we want so bad and just look at their first year head coach at a power five. And it almost makes you have a little more, you know, optimistic for Mickey Joseph. Well, a great. I'm sorry, but you had a great point there. He didn't start with the North mm -hmm. Dakotas and the yeah. Iowa School for the Blind and whatnot. He started right away in the Big Ten. So that's a great point. I hadn't even thought of that. Well, the nice thing about Mickey as well is he's getting experience, and, and that's just it. Um, and the greatest thing Nebraska has going for them, especially for next year, and a lot of people don't like it, is the NIL and transfer portal. Mm -hmm. Because now you can reach in there and grab players that you want. And everybody's saying, you know, big it's a big decision for Trev Alberts. Well, you're darn right. This is his career, right? He, he can't mess this up. So if he goes with Mickey, he knows his career's on the line. So he's absolutely picking the very best.
I just feel bad for him because I truly believe if Mickey got a win yesterday, um, the fan base would have gotten more towards Mickey and Trev Alberts yeah. could have had him made the decision and got it done with. And now we're moving forward. So when he goes and talks to recruits or talks to other players or other coaches, they know that there's already a guy in place for next year. I'm glad Trev has that decision and I don't. <laughs> <laughs> now, Todd, you and Harrison um, went to the Lincoln Stars game on Friday. How, how was that? Uh, it was a good one. It, always fun. Uh, pretty pretty full place there. There wasn't a whole lot of empty seats at all. Uh, Lincoln pulls it out one to nothing over, over arch rival Omaha. Uh, there was a good fight. It was a good time. <laughs> it, was, uh, it, was, it was very good. They're, they're, the Stars are rolling this, this year. Yeah, they uh I think they scored in the first period and then mm-hmm. after that, uh I mean they survived a ton of power plays too. Did. I felt like they got the shorter end of the stick. I I don't know what the stats were, but it felt like we were playing uh, you know, on a defensive standpoint. They had a ton of power plays, it felt like the entire game. And, you know, our shout out to our goalie. I mean, they they our defense locked up all game and you can just tell those teams don't like each other. <laughs> Between Tri City and Omaha, I mean, uh Rocky Russo has a show on here with Joel Norman. Um, and he, they, he was saying they probably play tri city and Omaha probably make about 37% of their schedule. They just play them so wow. many times throughout yep. the year. Uh, so they're going to have to see him again. I mean, it's not over. And the, they, I think the last game before that they lost three to zero. Now they won this one, one to zero. So it's just going to keep going back and forth. It's, it's, it'll probably be a good series, but Lincoln stars. Um, I think they're still number one in the West now, I, so. I believe. So yeah, they're, they're having a great season and Rocky Russo two years in. Man, he, he's. He, I hope he gets to keep him. I mean, he's so good he? that yeah. I wonder. I wonder what his offers look like as he continues to rack up wins here. Stars projected to win it this year. I'd imagine. I'd have to look it up. But I mean, they're they're pretty. I mean, winning the West right now and the depth that they have, I wouldn't be surprised. Did yep. You see the size that Omaha's goalie that had to be seven feet tall. <laughs> That's what my uh, girlfriend was pointing out. They're like, that guy's huge. He plays goalie, and she's like, wouldn't you want to be a little shorter so it'd be easier to cover the goal? All he had to do was just fold himself in half and stick his butt in the net, and he, it was all it was full. Kind of like that mighty Doug's goalie, right? The big guy yeah. could just take yeah. the whole space was, right there. Yeah, this guy was seven feet tall. I swear. And the amazing thing is, is how old are these kids? I mean, literally, they're kids, right? 16, 17. Yeah, the one barely just got the driver's license. Yeah, some of them are in high school, um, in other states where they're just you know taking it all online here in Lincoln. I know we just talked to one kid last week on the show. I think he's only sixteen years old, and he's on that Lincoln Stars team. And it, it's it's such a unique league because some of those guys are legit NHL prospects. Mm-hmm. So it's like you're watching young kids that are potential NHL players, and yeah. some of them are a little older, but it's it's just a unique league and everyone plays their hearts out and they're huge yeah they're big i mean pretty, pretty good size i've always said the greatest athletes is, is no offense to anybody else but hockey players for the reason is hey, sean callahan here of hospitalonline.com hey, inviting you to join us here quick little promo yeah, right we'll there that over the break honda lincoln hotline 402-464-5685 402-464-5685 Four six four five six eight five. If you want to get a hold of us or the uh, Starter Hammond text line, Todd, how can they find us on Facebook? They can go to American Senior Benefits Lincoln. They can give us a call at four zero two six one four ninety two ninety two. Yeah, getting into it. These hockey players are phenomenally huge. Six two six three two forty on ice. Yeah, I have a hard time just walking on flat cement with no ice, let alone that. It's it's just amazing their their balance coordination, hand eye coordination. And then when they rock you against the wall, their stop and go ability is is what amazes me. It's unbelievable. Yeah, how you can stop from a from full speed and in a 
foot and a half and, and go back the direction you were just going. Yeah. They must, they must have ankles like tree trunks. Uh, I wonder what, wonder what they feel like at age 60 when they're trying to get out of bed. I wonder if their ankles are singing at them. <laughs> <laughs> Probably are. <laughs> As I near that more and more, I, I wonder those things. <laughs> oh, that's right. I forgot about that. Forgot about that. I'm the young one here still. <laughs> I think Harrison's got you. But... Harrison's got me a little bit. Well, I'm telling you, once you have kids, man, it's uh, it's it's a blessing. It truly is. But those white hairs start coming out. <laughs> they do. Um, Houston Astros last night win the World Series. Congratulations to Houston. You know, all, all the the back talk, the trash talk, mm-hmm. trash cans, really. No pun intended. Um they got it done again. It was a tough series against the Phillies. Uh, my son's a huge, huge Astro fan, so I loved watching every second with him, making memories. That's is what it's about. Um, Astros were just a complete team. And I, I was telling him, I said, the Phillies need to have a complete game to beat the Astros. They can't have mm-hmm. a defensive liability or lapse. And it showed, and, and the better team won. So congratulations to, to Dusty Baker, Houston Astros. Uh, amazing job. Uh, no trash cans needed. They got it done. It was actually an entertaining series. I'm not the world's biggest baseball fan, but I watched more of this one this year than I have in, in a decade, probably. Mm-hmm. And it, it was entertaining. It's nice to see it go, you know, three to two, four to two versus you know, just a route. But no, it was fun. Yeah, no, it, it was a good time. So baseball's done. Basketball's picking up. Husker basketball plays Maine Monday. Is that right, Harrison? Yeah, Monday they got another one, I believe. Let me look up the time here. Is it the Black Bears of Maine? Is that right, Andrew? Yeah, right. You would think they'd have like a seafood thing, right? <laughs> the lobsters? The, the main, main lobsters? The main lobsters, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So tomorrow, 7 p.m., Maine, and I think it is the main black bears. You're correct. Yep, and that's here at uh, Pinnacle? Yep, yep, at Pinnacle Bank. Um, and then we got another one. Omaha comes in here at Pinnacle Bank again, and that's 7, November, 7 o'clock, November 10th. Um, and then we start going on the road November 17th. So we got a couple games here at PBA to kind of open it up and uh, hopefully – Finally, see the three-point shot falling. That's what I was just going to say. Again, stop with the excuses, people. Stop. It's not going to work. It's execution. Um, basketball, Hoiberg, he's running some phenomenal play calls. Mm-hmm. He really is. He's getting the open shots. They're just not knocking them down. And then when they don't hit their shots, who does the people blame? The coach. Oh, man, why is your players not making their shots? They should be. Well, I'm not out there shooting it for them. Mm-hmm. It, it it's bizarre. I, I I can't tell you why the three point shot just hasn't been happening for those guys, because uh, all the guys he's recruited are good three point shooters. Mm-hmm. They prove they have track records. He's not recruiting guys that have a broken shot. Um, it you know, and it's I, I really don't have a good answer for it. Nope, because the shots are there. I mean, they're wide open, especially as the season progressed last year. They were really wide open uh, because teams just weren't respecting us out there and. We just got to knock them down and just that'll free up so much. Give Derek Walker a chance to really do some damage inside. But yeah, I don't know what's going to take other than, you know, Sam Greasel's a huge addition. Mm-hmm. We've already seen that pretty early. Yep. Um, not just his, you know, offensive scoring, but his playmaking too. He, he's a little better playmaker than I even realized with that height. He can see the court so well. His leadership, his ball handling skills, uh, like I said, his ability to find the open man is going to be a very big uh, benefit for us this year. But when finding that open man, open man's got to knock down the shot. Mm-hmm. And that's just all it comes down to. Uh, you're listening to the American Senior Benefits Family Hour here on 93.7. The ticket alongside Todd Riley. I am Jay Stoll. Uh, Harrison is, is man in the machine behind the scenes. 
getting into it uh, a little bit more. Michigan, we're going to play NFL running backs. Wisconsin, we're going to play NFL running backs. Iowa, looks like they just found a running back, mm -hmm. right? Always works out that way. So the D-line. You're going to play a community college quarterback. but uh, Yeah. <laughs> well, no if the, offense to all community college quarterbacks. <laughs> well, Ibrahim ran the ball 32 times yesterday. Yep. Uh, I, 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 Anthony Green was 21. I don't, I don't want to see what Braylon Allen is going to get at temp-wise. Um, Michigan. <laughs> that should be a, a fun one right there. And then, and then Iowa. So, you know, Nebraska's got to get down and dirty. Like I said, cut with the excuses. Control your attitude and activity. Do your job, and good things can happen. Mm -hmm. Good things can happen. So that's just the next uh, next step they're going to have to do moving forward. Yeah, it's at the big house, too. And <sighs> this Minnesota game, it's like we didn't have to play phenomenal to win that game. We had to play a good game, had a good game plan. Um, but you didn't, you didn't have everyone needed to play perfect in order to win that one. It felt like Michigan, you're going to have to play incredible on every aspect of the field. Very much so. But here's the thing. Ten guys played perfect. One guy doesn't. And this is what happens. Mm -hmm. Like I said, if, if they can just get it done, um, that's going to be the biggest thing. Now, uh, any any word on Casey Thompson? Uh, I, I guess he was. So he they said he was good to go or not good to go. But he was, you know, wasn't necessarily out of the question going into this game. So I don't know if they're just saying that to keep Minnesota on their toes to prepare for it. I'm sure that was part of it. Um, but I, I wouldn't be surprised if we do see Casey Thompson this week or maybe next week. You know, we really don't know how bad it is. And the fact that they were kind of hinting at the day-to-day -day thing that he might be a game decision, uh, I wouldn't be too surprised if we do see him next week. And we'll know more, more Monday and Tuesday when we get to talk to the coaches again. I wouldn't be surprised if he's out for the season for the reason why is there's a lot of people I talk to and I still, I got somewhat of a medical background as well. And when you're talking nerve and trap and nerve damage, that's very concerning because that is feelings of, of your, of your hand, that's feelings of your fingers coming and going, mm -hmm. right? You don't want someone that can feel the ball one second, the next second can't. When they announced that he got injured and I was hoping it's going to be structural, maybe a strain or sprain, but then when they said more, it's it's nerve damage and he's losing feeling below the elbow, that's concerning. What's the recovery look like for that? Do you know? It's it's all about when when no, everybody's different with nerve okay. damage. That's just it. Whether well, sprain or strain, you can you can ice it, you can rehab it, uh, you 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 can do some physical therapy, you're good to go. But dealing deal with nerves, uh, that's a different animal right there. Uh, Honda Lincoln Hotline 402 464 5685. You are listening to the American Senior Fa uh, Benefits Family Hour alongside Todd Riley. I am Jay Stoll. We'll be back on the other side. <laughs> 